Uh, Vocal Fam, what's Hello. up? How y'all doing? How are y'all? Are y'all good? Are y'all, we good? Are, are, are y'all, uh, are y'all, um... You struggling through February? Y'all hanging in there? Maybe, maybe you're, maybe rough, you're great. Man. Maybe, maybe your February is, like, the best ever. I wonder if February is anyone's favorite month. Uh, I mean, it's possible, right? I mean, maybe maybe their birthday's in February. My dad's, so funny thing, my dad's birthday is February 1st. And this, as a pilot, he can do a thing where, like, they get a month that's, like, vacation. And for some reason, he took his in February. Because he was like, yeah, it's my birthday month. And I'm like, yeah, but no one in the family is going to, like, go on any trips or any, like, what, why? And he's like, it's my birthday month. And I was like, okay, whatever, whatever floats your boat. That seems right. Of course, you want to know what he wants to do when he's on vacation? Travel. That also seems right. The man whose job is traveling. Just a little bit. Yeah, like that right there. Great. Anyway, Vocal Fam, in honor of uh, the uh, announcement yesterday by the brothers, we'll do our Stranger Things theme today. Yes. You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Hawkins Labs in the Upside Down. I mean, it only seemed appropriate that we... Oh, absolutely. ...that we broadcast from Hawkins Labs today. Absolutely, uh, and I didn't even realize... So I, like saw that there were posters that had been released. I didn't realize until I just Googled it that there were release dates. Didn't you read their letter? They released a whole letter. No. The, the, the posters were all accompanied by a letter on, the, on, the, on their Instagram. I'm not on their Instagram. On any of their Instagrams. Millie Bobby Brown, DK Harbor. I don't follow any of them. What is wrong with you? Little teeny boppers. They're not. They're practically all adults. I know. That is wild to me. Actually, that's so when I just Googled it and saw like, oh, this is the penultimate season. I kind of went. And you were like, oh, that right. That seems right. Millie Bobby Brown's like 18 now. Well, I'm not surprised. I, there has been a part of me, like, since it's taken so long in getting this most recent season, I started to wonder, like, is it gonna happen? Nah, like, it's it's happening. Are we are we really getting this? You know the Russo, you know what I, I do follow. Not the, the Russo, Russo brothers. Br- not the Russo brothers. Not the Russo brothers. Duffer brothers. Duffer brothers. It actually took me a second too. I wanted to say I Russo say brothers Russo, too. I want to say Russo That's brothers. That's hilarious. I do follow the Russo brothers, the actual Russo brothers on um, TikTok. They are on TikTok. The is. Russos are? Yeah. Oh, no, I knew that. And it is hysterical. Yeah, they post some of this TikTok stuff on, like, their Instagram reels and stuff as well. This looks like a letter. Oh, wait, I don't think this is the actual Duffer Brothers. You got to go to, like, Stranger Things TV or DK Harbor had it on. Oh, so much effort. Kayla McLaughlin. No wonder I didn't see it. Uh, and it's very, like, Duffer Brothers. Like, it looks like it's written, like, typed on a piece of paper, like, from the 80s and folded up like a class note. And... That sounds right. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very You can read that later. It's long. Yeah. I'm skimming it. They like basically announced that season five will be the last. Four will be released Not in surprised. two parts. Not kind of like Discovery is doing now with seasons. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like there are a bunch of things that kind of moved to that. Yeah. Have moved. Yeah. To well, that. I mean, it actually is old school TV format of like a fall really? season and a spring season. Oh. You would do your like September premiere and then go through like almost a Thanksgiving, maybe do a Christmas episode. 
and then delay until February. That sounds right. And then take a break in March for like because people were gone in spring break, and then hold all your best stuff to May sweeps. Mm. Like it, that it's the old, it's actually the old TV formula. I did not realize that. It is just funny how things cycle around. Cycle around. Speaking of cycling around, vocal fam. All right. So confession time. Last week, well. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Perna's head is actually finally clear for the first time since November. Woot woot. Uh, I have moved into my new home. Moving is, I think, one of the worst... As one of my private clients said this week, moving is one of the worst three things in life, only to be uh, superseded by the death of a nuclear family member or a divorce. Um, And and I pretty much agree. Having been fired from a job and having had to move my family seven times, but this this one was the worst because I was combining two households into one household. It was terrible. Anyway, (laughs) you don't need the details of my life. Um, But earlier in the week, unfortunately, I had to I had to sort of act as producer of our productions oh good times good times and uh and uh tell the cast that if they didn't uh show some memorization and stuff that we would start cutting things or people from our musical good times and it's interesting doing that in a here's here's kind of the perspective Sarah I was thinking about it from alright thinking about it in regards to kind of how we started the spring with the idea of like where we were, where we are in the state of the pandemic. Yeah. I think that rightfully so, like when the pandemic hit in spring of 2020, we were all very lenient because we were all all of a sudden thrown into like a world that a none of us understood, new. that none of us mm-hmm. could comprehend. Like, like who, who, who knows? Well, it was all so bewildering, and no one really knew what was going on or what was going to happen next. You know, you you go yeah. home thinking, oh, this is just a two-week spring break, and then you don't come back. Right. But, and, and, and a lot of that grace, rightfully so, continued through last year. Would we agree yeah. with that? Like, the through the 2020-2021 academic year. Yeah. And I think a lot of it even carried into this year. But in the end... I think we as artists have to remember that, like, for example, music still has to be memorized. Yeah, you have to hold your... Well... And and things like performances need to happen. Well, and quality matters. And quality matters. And I would even add to that in our academic coursework, perhaps you're a student at some level or a professor at some level or a teacher so much about higher education in the end i i hear i i've heard many colleagues use this phrase is that it's about doing the hard thing yeah yes i think that's and i think we are at the point that i had to you know kind of express this to the godspell cast last week that If we're not ready to again do the hard thing, we we are not preparing musicians. No. No. And that's not to say that there's not grace, that we don't understand if... But they haven't done this. If some... Partially that. I mean, one of my colleagues expressed that, you know, 
look, they probably haven't been held to a standard. These freshmen may not have been held to a performance standard since their fall of their junior year of high school. Well, there's a decent chance. I mean, when I came to college, I had not ever been in a show because my high school didn't really have shows. And so my freshman year show was my first show ever. So if I then... If I had come into college during this weird pandemic time and, let's say, didn't have a show until my junior year, that would have been the first musical I'd ever been in. And it would have been a very strange would, and 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 um, rigorous, perhaps, and it would have stressful. Been, it would have been stressful. It and, would have been alarming. And, and yet, in the end... You're better for it. And there's such joy. Oh, my gosh. Once you struggle through it... And I think... Once you fight through the hard thing, That's there a- is such... Like, I'm thinking of... Okay, I'm going to compare this, actually, Vocal Fam, if I may, very quickly, to our move mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. We have been in the process of having this house remodeled for us and waiting and waiting and watching and waiting and not yeah. knowing and not knowing and the unknown and the unknown for months. Like, literally, Vocal Fam, full confession... I didn't know until six days before we moved in that we were going to get to move in the day we moved in. So like, but we struggled, we struggled, we struggled, and now we're getting to... The fun part. Yes. You're in your new house. People come over, you get to be like, wow, look at our new house. Look at all these great things. And admittedly, you know, I think, I think so much of our, I think, I think as we're coming back into performances and coming back into musical process a little bit, like I think maybe we've forgotten, like I think we've become like that real, whether TikTok or Instagram or whatever, it's like that, uh, can we skip to the good part? Oh, yeah. They like our skip. whole our whole process has become about skipping to the good part. Yeah, and like there's definitely like a gross part with the show where you're putting in gross amounts of work, before you really know what's going on like once you get to the point where you know the music you know the blocking and you're just running it it's fun it's e- so exactly fun. like i'm i you know so vocal fam you've heard about this before but i'm i'm the puccini is on monday Woo-woo. and um i'm looking forward to sunday and our tech finally actually just getting to it. hear all the musical excerpts Right. With people singing off stage that I haven't heard as the performer, like in context. I'm excited to seeing how my excerpt fits into the context because I have like you know the the lines. Per esempio, up to it. when Mimi sings to Rodolfo in La Boheme, si mi chiamano Mimi. That is not my excerpt. <laughs> I don't have to sing, only to compose. <laughs> this becomes her theme, which will return again later. But what to do for Musetta? who is so different from Mimi, <laughs> the opposite in personality. And then Sarah will sing so Must lovely. Sing oh, I'm not singing it right now, that's for sure. No, but it's you get, early, friends. But it's there, there, early. there, now you know, uh, now you know, now you know how you get your pitch. Thank goodness. <laughs> Because, like, yeah, but it's nice. Anyway, I got my little bitty excerpt. But, but I had to struggle through that. Like, I'm sure I had not hearing to it. 
struggle through the memorization. Like it was oh, a struggle. Remember when we had an episode about memorizing? That's what I'm saying. Like, but we struggled and we did the hard thing. And now you're in a good place. And now we're going to do the good, fun thing. Mm-hmm. I just hope that we are prepared to realize that, gosh, we we still have to require the hard thing of our students. Well, it's like, I mean, That's not they we- literally said, well, I didn't realize I was going to have to do any yeah, practice the, outside of rehearsal. The cast actually said to us that they did not realize that they were going to have to actually do any work outside of rehearsal. Like, they thought it was all going to be taught to them. And you want to just, I, I don't know, that just, it baffles me. I try to, like, I'm trying to be like, you know what, if you've never if you've never done if you've it, never done if it. you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know. know what you don't know. You don't. But, God, I thought it would click a little faster than this. But it took uh, me sending a nasty gram the- to the cast and... Well, y'all tried, like, I've heard it explained as, like, you know, you dangle the carrot or you, you got the big stick. And we, y'all tried to dangle the carrot. We did. They they really did. We did. But in the end, it, it took a stick. It it took a stick. And I was, I, I will admit, Vocal Fam, I was concerned. I was concerned because I understand that every... Listen, don't think that Perna is not still concerned about the mental health state of our students, of our community. Oh, no. I I, feel like this is all in some way a reflection of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in the end, if we're going to get... I hate saying back because I don't think it's that. If we're going to move forward with anything and we're going to keep music being relevant and vo- the vocal art being relevant and mattering I don't care what style of singing this is about yeah, no. or style of music that this is about at some point we should be about excellence mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and that requires that we require that our students at some point do the hard thing well, and it takes all levels. Like, if you don't have kind of this ground level of students performing in shows at colleges, like, it just kind of all starts to crumble. And if you don't hold them to excellence in college, when do you? Well, right, because then, like, even if they're if they're a music ed major, then we're sending them out to teach to be ended up being the music director yeah. for their musicals, and they're not. And they don't know what's going on or how to make ready it to, happen. They're not ready to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, it's just doing them a disservice. It's. If you don't. So anyway, Vocal Fam, I've been thinking a lot about just reminding ourselves that that it is okay, even in our struggle of our mental health, our physical health with COVID. I know many, we've had cast members or people yeah. with, with COVID throughout this process. Like, I get it. Like, I, I'm not suggesting that I'm not merciful to that and understanding of that mm-hmm. and, and, and this, that, and the other. I am. But in the end, we still have to struggle to do the hard thing. Well, and sometimes, mental health-wise, I mean, I don't know about y'all friends, but I sometimes am more anxious and agonize more when I'm not doing what deep down I know it needs to be done. You know what oh, I mean? Like sure. I'm anxious about practicing and making it happen, so I put off it, but that makes me more anxious. And then once I finally struggle through the thing and like maybe it's not perfect the first time, but I push through and do it again and it gets better. In the end, like I feel better. I feel better for having done the thing. Yep. Period. Yep. Than having 
given up. That's right. Or accepting less from myself. That's right. Now, sometimes I go too far with that, friends. We probably all do, but... Well, and listen, and I think this goes with academics as well, you know? In the end, we still have to hold students to standards of things like comprehensive exams. Yeah. And memorizing a recital. You're going to need it at some point. Like, there's a reason. You know, at some point... Anyway, Vogel fam. Balance is hard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, balance. Yeah, and and that even, and I will be honest, I, one of the things I've said to college students for a long time, actually, is that if you do college right, you actually don't learn how to be a musician. You figure out how to be an adult. Yikes. Um, and uh, that requires that balance part of that. And balance it goes back to the old, like, college adage of, like, you can either have a social life, have a... <laughs> the have triangle, a, sleep. Yeah, ha- have sleep or have good grades, but you can't have all three. Well, and I wonder, too, if some of it is that, like, with the pandemic, this was something that Jamie, my Jamie brought up, mm-hmm. um, that because there hasn't been so many of these performances, all of the rehearsals at night and things like that, have we gotten accustomed to yeah having free t- a lot of free time making friends <laughs> making friends that aren't just in the music department i um i have a student who i won't obviously share their name who struggled with music theory in the fall not uh I get an, it. perhaps an uncommon thing for a freshman music say, major if you've never had any theory then, and whoop. uh they struggled through a lot of their music studies in the fall Mm-hmm. They are going to need to retake some courses Nothing next fall. That. But it's been amazing to see their work in lessons this semester has been remarkable. But I also have the perspective of they've also got time in their brain to not be focusing on just practicing piano and, and music theory, but yeah. to actually be working on their voice music. But in the end, they're going to have to struggle and do the hard thing. If they're going to get their degree and do this. Well, that's not just, I mean, anything you do, if you're going to do it well, is going to have a hard thing. Right? Like, people joke about, oh, switch to blah, blah, blah major. I'm not going to call out any majors because, again, all majors all disparage any, but, like, all majors are going to have the hard thing. Like, you may think, like, oh, yeah, this means, like, music theory is too hard. I'm never going to, like, use, I don't even need this to be a musician. I'm going to switch to blah, blah, blah major. That'll be easy. And then I'll just be a music. Like, it's not going to be easy. I mean, not if you're going to do it well. Do, you, do any of your students struggle with that vocal fam where all of a sudden they switch to a BA degree and then they realize they have to take 12 credits of a foreign language and, yeah. they, and they panic? They realize, oh, this wasn't easy either. Like, yeah. sorry, life's not necessarily. Oh, vocal fam, what a time to be alive, huh? So this week in, in, in undergrad ped, we haven't done a this week in undergrad ped session in a very long time. I had to miss class on Tuesday by a total just scheduling of life yes 
And so I offered my class to bring them cookies. So I brought my class cookies on Thursday to make up for the fact that I missed class on Tuesday. That's right. I'm the professor that even though the students rejoice that we don't have class, I apologize You're by like, bringing oh, I'm them. I'm so sorry. Have a cookie. I bring them cookies. I love cookies. So Oof. I brought my students cookies. And um, and then we uh, did a lovely time in the lab. I've been having class in the lab a lot. On, That's on, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, well, Is just... Just having the mic right there and Voce Vista right there and, you know, and like yesterday, so yesterday we were playing around uh, with uh, vowel colors and showing them sort of uh, the effect of the percepts of what the first vocal tract resonance is adding to the color of the sound mm. and what the second vocal tract resonance is adding. Kind of Ken's article on yeah. um, absolute spectrum, which is now in, in KVP2 and, and, and all that. Yeah. Um, but just, just playing with that, but with their own voices. So like, like uh, one of the students sang that... That could have been... The scale in Deviani, where she sings that F oh, scale up and then sustains that first I F. That scale. <laughs> um, I, I. But it was it was a fun little moment to yeah. to look at. Well, first of all, to realize what what shape was she actually singing in the first place? Mm-hmm. Because that F five is too low in frequency to really have that first vocal tract resonance be. Truly an awe. With it, yeah. And her round mouth shape told us that. You know, her singer brain was telling her that she was singing an awe. When you point, I've kind of learned sometimes the hard way, the the risk you run in pointing that out to people. Because sometimes, like, it just, they just shut down. Uh,. And anyway, and but then we filtered it out and listened to the different sound components, yeah, and uh, compared that to the chart yeah. to whether we were really hearing what was suggested that in the first vocal tract resonance, and we all kind of agreed that we were actually hearing more of the all rather than the schwa, okay, than maybe is suggested on, or not schwa the the carrot the uh yeah uh, yeah yeah um on the chart and uh, we listened to the to the second area resonance area where where we were a little more in agreement i think that there was an awe color in that second resonance area which is pretty darn close to that absolute spectral tone color of awe anyway um but it was nice being able to do that with real live with their voices mm-hmm. you know what i mean well Rather and that's fun than for uh, yeah i think it makes it so much more real real yeah. i also think it's potentially more likely to I don't know, spark that yeah. that interest, that well, curiosity. Like, let's be real, we're last, a little vain. Last week, we had looked at that with recordings. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and, and I saw your post. So, you know, we it. had we had looked at it with recordings, and I use my just classic examples and, and whatever. Solid you know. examples. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the week before, I hadn't talked about this in the podcast. Um, the week before, we had actually modeled their voices, so we had That's we had fine. done some inverse filtering and and uh, you know looked at their vibrato rates, added that in, added their extents in, um, and then and modeled their voices in Mata, not 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 in Bodo's tone generator, but 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 actually in Mata. Um, I still think it's a little easier to just build it from the ground up in in, in Mata. 
Um, although I love Bono's tone generator that it's in the new Voce Vista. Um, but, uh, I always think that that, and, and, and it was interesting. I, I think we did two or three of them that we modeled two or three of them. Mm-hmm. And like the first one, was it the first, I forget which order it was, but like the first one was we were close. Yeah. Um, the second one, like was spot on, it, was, <laughs> it freaked them out a little bit. Yeah. 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 That sounds right. <laughs> Because all of a sudden you hear a computer making your no, your, your voice. voice, and it's like and you're like, wait a second, <laughs> wait a minute, huh? Let's back up here. This shouldn't be possible. Let's uh, so so vocal fam. If you're looking for a fun uh, project, definitely build your own voice. Definitely have your students record themselves singing some vowels, getting their vibrato rates and extents. Uh, and then build now, or you know, and you listen. You can have them identify format um, vocal tract resonances a bunch of different ways. Um, but then it was also fun yesterday. Uh, sorry to finish. Yeah. Have them identify their vocal tract resonances. Either you could use Vocal Fry, you could use Ken's Kiaroscuro Whisper, you could mm-hmm. just have them do just a big old, uh, and you know whatever. Can't go wrong there. <laughs> Um, just get some non-periodic noise introduced into the vocal tract. If you have an electrolarynx, you could use that buzz and then just shape the vocal tract differently. Whatever you want. Um, but anyway, ha- have them identify that. Have them build their own voices out. I think it's still a great lab project. Whether that's really how the voice actually exists in vivo, I don't really care. I still think it's a fun project. And 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 makes them much more just... Aware. 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 And it's it's a great way to introduce them to the to some of the software and, and, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. We're very fortunate that now, um, as as I make students do projects like that, that they can I can let them into the lab and they can use the computer on their own and Yeah. Uh, to build to model out their own voices. Uh, we should talk about that actually in our Nats talk, like the idea of, of modeling so that to just for the effect of learning that it adds. Yeah. Because I've found it to be a very effective project. I buy that. I think you had us do that in our masters at some point. Right, but I don't think we incorporated that into the article. No. And no, when I we're talking we about the teaching part for Nats this summer, we should we should incorporate that in. Yeah, just makes it more real. Accessible. I didn't. Uh, I don't think we included that. I don't think we did either. So so let's remember to do that. Okay. Anyway, vocal fam. So then yesterday, of course, it was also fun because we were talking about. Uh, Someone was asking me about whistle voice. Ah, going back to our treble ext- treble extremes, extremes episode, and I, I would just like to say that I don't believe in the voice pedagogy literature that there is a consensus definition of what that word means. means. Um, and I think we kind of covered that on our episode. Like, I don't think there is a scientific consensus. Yeah, I think I think yet. we touched on that. Um. But uh, what we were talking about was, like, when they were singing a high D, let's say, D, D6, mm. that, uh, and someone was asking me about this on that post about that I posted with, with Eden and, and Leontine on, mm, on, that, mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. That, on that post I had made about class before. Um, the thing is, once the fundamental ascends past the range of the first vocal tract resonance. Like, mm-hmm. you can no longer... And a D6, 
I doubt that you could raise an ah first vocal tract resonance high enough. In your freaking eyeballs. High right without shoving your larynx to your eyeballs and maybe making the most spread mouth shape you could possibly make. Wildly unpleasant. I don't think that you can get your first vocal tract resonance high enough mm-hmm. for that to actually be the thing that the fast Fourier transform is recognizing as the first spectral peak. But the fundamental will still be remarkably strong. But that resonance is also right at where probably the second vocal tract resonance, that that fundamental is pretty much right at where the second vocal tract resonance is. So it's strong. So now this goes back to like, uh, you know, um, that transient theory stuff. But it also goes back to that consensus paper that Tita and about 30 other people put out in 2015 in JAZA. I think that exact thing is the argument for why we need to define formant and resonance separate separately. Because here's the thing. When we see that strong fundamental, by definition, that peak has to be F1. Yeah. But F1 is the result that happens after the fast Fourier transform has been applied to the sound wave and we see it on the screen. Uh By definition, the first formant is the first spectral peak. Okay, fine. Except we can't raise the first vocal tract resonance high enough for that to be what's creating that spectral peak. Yeah. It has to be the second vocal tract resonance. So then the question becomes, Okay. Is that the second vocal tract resonance? Or has it become the first? Or has it become the first? Because like, log- from a logic standpoint, I want to be like, you can't have a second without a first. Right. But so it's an interesting conundrum, and I think it makes useful the two different definitions. Yeah. That the vocal tract resonances are the actual shapes because of the tube of the vocal tract yeah that are having an implicit reaction on the air column and the sound waves bouncing through the vocal tract yeah giving us both a both both boosts and attenuations and then there's the formant, which is the display on the screen after the fast Fourier transform has been applied and we're seeing spectral peaks mm-hmm that's the perfect example of why we need both. To make sure, yeah. Um, so yeah. that was an interesting thing to talk about in class yesterday when Did asked about whistle voice. Or like, well, I, here's here's what I would say. One of my students left class saying, "I wish this class was just two hours long every time." Well, that's a nice thing for so, people to say. I think uh, that's that's nice. They're 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 tracking along, Sarah. I say that to me. That says like even if they don't a hundred percent get it, like they get it enough, they're not just lost. No, in fact, one student, two of them say regularly that's their favorite class. So that is delightful. I know. I think that they're, is uh, delightful. And that's not always been the case that is with not this. Always been the case. Second semester of undergrad ped. That's that's ac- I do wonder. I mean, have I ever told? Go ahead, please. please. Oh, I was it back to what we were saying earlier? That was one of back at the like 2020-2021 school year one of the things that was honestly so refreshing and almost like heartening was seeing these students that had been out of school for months 
how they actually like loved school being for those first few weeks and months like being around people lear- really learning because really sitting there in class interacting with a teacher and the, to a degree like some the I think the novelty of that has worn off. Oh, it has. It 100% has. But I still think you have moments of these little returns to normalcy. That's right. Can be heartening at times. That's right. Even if it, other if some parts can be difficult and there are growing pains, then there's other things that make you feel just, but well, life's going to be okay. We're they, all going to keep going. You know, they were disappointed that they didn't have class on Tuesday. But so I brought them cookies. So you brought them cookies. Sprinkle cookies, chocolate chip cookies, strawberry cookies. Dang. We have a lovely bakery right down the street from the university. It's magical. So I brought them cookies. When I had a student cancel yesterday, I low-key did walk to that bakery. It was closed. I may have given Sarah a cookie this morning from Made those cookies. Made my morning better. Made my morning better. So, yay. We hope Unexpected that we cookie. hope that vocal fam that you're out there on this Friday having a cookie. An unexpected. You know what's what's better than a cookie? An unexpected cookie. There you go. Like, I didn't expect to have that. In season morning. 1 of this show, did you know that we're in season 5 and that we are sponsored by Plural Publishing? Wild. Wild. Um in season one of this show, Michael, our original co-host with the two of us, uh, used to bring bacon. He did. Every week oh, or so. It's torturous. Well, because that was He would bring a side of bacon in. Pimento, I will say Pimento's, which is a little restaurant that's like right next to us. They had, I don't think they even serve breakfast anymore. Do I don't they? believe they do. They had a great breakfast. That was the only, on low key, that was the only meal of theirs I even particularly cared for. Yeah, I've never really liked the it. The rest of their food was... It started out okay, but it went really downhill. Um, but yeah, they had good bacon. They, had they good did have good bacon. Sandwiches, and he would bring them, and it made my mouth water a little and bit. And sometimes he would bring chicken fingers. Oh yeah, you know, honestly, I would take any of that over the nuts. And one day he ate pistachios. Oh, I was gonna kill him. <laughs> it was so loud. I doubt. I think you'd have a hard time going back and finding that episode. So you would have a hard time. Anyway, vocal fam, uh, we need to now. Actually, Sarah, you need to get some headphones. Oh. I didn't even think about oh. this. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot we were doing this. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make a little transition here, vocal fam. I'm gonna pause for just a second. All right, vocal fam, we're back in big pop culture news this week. Like for Sarah and me. I, this is my week. Pretty much the biggest pop culture news that we've had in a while. Maybe yeah, no, not at first. Sarah, calm down. It's on up there. Since Endgame. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like as soon as I said ever, I was like, no, 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 no. Sarah, if you don't know, Sarah and I are both massive Doctor Strange fans. Shocking, right? I bet y'all never picked up on that. I mean, why would we love a sorcerer? Who Friggin works? Sorcerer. Who works with things that exist, but maybe don't but maybe exist. Don't, maybe we're just not open. Kind of like, kind of like I don't know, sound waves <laughs> which exist, but you can't see them. Yeah. And, I wonder what it and is. And you have to go and study with an ancient one. About but there's them. a dark side. And there's a dark side and a light <laughs> side, like a chiaroscuro kind of thing <laughs> going on. Anyway. Just love Doctor. I love uh, We I haven't like we haven't done this in a while, but we have to review this Doctor Strange trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Because let me just say before we watch it, 
If you don't know this, the thing that Perna is most excited about for the MCU in the next 10 years is basically who are the actors who are going to play the Fantastic Four. I I feel like we've been talking about that for some time now. I'm going to say three three years, actually. It's been a hot second that we've been like, Uh, but who will it be? And Professor X and Wolverine. Yeah. But, uh, oh my gosh, this trailer. Okay, here we go, Vocal Fam. We're going to roll this. It's happening. Okay, so that's the Sanctum. I'm going to take this moment, guys, to tell you all how much I love Benedict Cumberbatch. There you go. There there it is, really. I mean, that's it. So we're in the Sanctum in some kind of maybe mirror dimension? Mm. Alternate dimension? We're in the multiverse already? <laughs> I thought we were in his dream. <laughs> or maybe we're just in his dream. Well... I mean, let's be real. How Art. much of this movie is going to take place in their minds? Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so we already had our first shot of America Chavez right there. Whoop, whoop. Right there. Oh, yeah, look at that star. And that scary thing. I would like to know what it was he had to do. What did he do. have to like, do? Is, he is doesn't, this... he shouldn't remember the events of Spider-Man. Well, and I don't feel like this, is, I mean, like, I don't know, the Spider-Man thing just doesn't seem like the most dire, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like that, that can't that be That didn't about... feel dark enough. Like, they kind of fixed it. I'm not saying it was a perfect fix. I Like, is this a reaction to, like, something from what if is this a reaction to just something that we haven't even seen yet because i would buy that like it's something that we haven't even seen is it is it a reaction to something like from wandavision even like we got some red magic here that always makes me think of wanda like i don't know we don't don't know. know we don't know we don't know that's gotta be the multiverse even that version, right? You would think. Also, I'd like to point out that he is wearing the Eye of Agamotto again. Yeah, yeah, which supposedly he didn't have, which does make you, like, is his outfit how we're going to know which which strange we're looking at? Exact, exactly. But also exciting, I mean, it is exciting that Sam Raimi is directing this movie. I also want to say, friends, if you haven't just watched this trailer through, oh, you this should is, please do that before you listen to us. This is the worst way to possibly watch playing this trailer. And then pause it. It hit me, like, right when we started, I'm like, oh, gosh, if you haven't seen this, this is going to be the worst. This is the worst. Go watch it, come back, maybe listen to us if you like that kind of thing. If you hate us, don't, I don't, don't, do, don't it. do it. Don't do it. That's some dark. Okay, so now we have, there's Rachel McAdams. Okay, fine. In her wedding dress, which is a a multiverse that we see in What If. And can we talk about this actor behind her? Yeah, who is he? That is an actual, I I forget his name, but he is not just an extra. You see the guy on the right hand in the screen? The guy with the turban? Doesn't that look like the guy from The Good Place, whose name I can never remember, but he's an actor you see in stuff? I don't remember that. Low-key feel like it could be him. Maybe not, though. Mm. Wanda in her new costume. 
So Vision had his theories about the multiverse. Which is interesting. Like, how much did Wanda and Vision talk about? Or is this a different multiverse Wanda who had more time with him? Gosh, are we even seeing Doctor 616 Strange? This is going to be really Are we stressful. talking, are we already looking at like an Earth... 35 strange or something. Let's see. They can show us whatever they want. We're just going to have no clue going Vocal into fam, this. Vocal fam, if you don't know this, the main Marvel universe in our universe is Earth 616, in yeah. case you didn't know that. But this could be anything. Comertage. Mordo. Mm. Mm. Okay. And now all of a sudden, Strange is in handcuffs. Yep. And now he's being escorted through a chamber. Weird statues. With weird statues and Ultron bots. Oh, it's all men struggling. It is. That's fascinating. The struggle of men. And then there is a chamber with what mm. looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven thrones. Is seven like a spe- I don't know anything about the, what we're about to mention, guys. So I, you're, you know as much as me. This must be the Illuminati. Like I hear Illuminati, I think Dan Brown. This must must. So in in the Marvel universe, the Illuminati is a group of major. Mental players, yeah, from different universes who have come together basically to keep each other informed or protect the multiverse, either informed about or to protect the multiverse. The typical characters involved in the Illuminati are absolutely Stephen Strange, Professor X, sometimes Iron Man. Sometimes Captain America, Black Panther, almost always, Namor the Submariner, almost always, who we keep hearing about being rumored in the MCU and keep hearing about being rumored in the MCU, etc., etc., etc. A lot of the t- and all and almost always, none other than Mister Fantastico, Reed Richards. That would be very cool. So what an intro! And if you look, if you zoom way the heck in on this figure to Strange's left shoulder, it looks as if there is a four insignia on that character's chest. That is gray. That is gray. That is nothing. Okay, so and this character to Strange's right looks a lot like what I would Love anticipate. To play advocate. What I would anticipate Namor the Submariner looking like. But then to add even more credence to our Illuminati theory, one of those what, chairs is empty, though, right? Like I'm well, not crazy that one of those chairs is empty. Well, what happens right after we see this? <laughs> a lot. Oh, someone walks to sit in. It. Ah! I like how they say mystery voice. Like, we don't recognize that. <laughs> Patrick mystery Stewart. Voice. Patrick Stewart has one of the most recognizable voices on Earth. And the captions have the audacity to put mystery voice. <laughs> and then we just see a partial head floating in like Professor X in his wheelchair. Freaking Professor X. I am <gasps> I'm low-key, like, super... <gasps> Super pumped for that. And that had to have been the moment that the nerd universe punched the air while just, watching this trailer. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was it. Yeah. 
So then we see Dark Strange. And I feel like oh, they call him Sinister Strange. Sinister I am living Strange. for these captions. I, I feel like he might be the one that messed it up. I don't know. I, 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 entirely possible. I don't know. Then we have some universe's Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. And some universes, Monica, Wanda, and we also have Monica Rambo in here. Yeah. But are they Earth 616s? Is it Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel? Because let's also remember that Monica Rambo sometimes is Captain Marvel. <sighs> so then we see Strange and America Chavez battling Gargantos which originally looked like Shumath Gora, but Shumath Gora is owned by a different company, and Disney did not get the rights mm. to Shumath Gora, and so it has to be Gargantos. Mm. And then this strange, strange statue. Yeah. Uh, outside of the Sanctorum. But this, if you look at this costume in this shot... That is very specifically his Defenders costume from the comics when he is part of the Defenders as part of the Illuminati. Well, so I'm wondering if they brought in a specific Strange to help fight. Who better to fight Doctor Strange than Doctor Strange? So my assumption is that in that chamber... They, like, induct Strange him. would... No. No? He oh. will already be there. Oh, that'd be in cool. In this costume. That'd be cool. That's my guess. That'd be cool. Then we get Dark Wanda, mm. if I may, who resembles a little bit, almost as if instead of being the Scarlet Witch, like she's embodied by the Phoenix Force. I know those powers are very similar. But also remember that it's entirely possible that that version of Wanda... Is not the Scarlet Witch, but is... Could be. Also, very possibly, the daughter of... Of Magneto, which ah, she is in different universes. That'd be very cool. Very cool. Ah, I'm just so excited. I'm scared, but I'm excited. <sighs> Friends, I don't like horror movies. But that was just... I, that's so much. That's so much to unpack. Like, like that that trailer was made for you and me, Sarah. Yeah, I also, do you like that, you know, where you were like, oh, this is where all the nerds punch the air? They take off our purpose, I feel like they purposely, like, in the shot, the seconds after that, it's just a screen with words, because they know we're all screaming, and they're like, well, we can't put anything important right after this. Exactly. They're too big. They'll miss it. Exactly. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Hearing Patrick Stewart's voice in the MCU... Just wow! Like we may oh. we may finally get introduced to mutants. Isn't, we we and isn't so May is just gonna be wild because like you got May sixth, strange, 
in Kenobi May yep, 26th. Obi Wan and and, and and now and we got Stranger Things May 27th. Yep. I'm just gonna Oof. die. I'm just gonna, gonna die. A, this is, it's gonna be a rigorous. If I make month. it to June 1st, I'll just die happy. Like holy cow. Uh, let me what tell you. What a wild time. Uh, we'll be preparing for our Nats presentation. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, but also going to see... Di- like, I'm going to go see Nats. Listen, vocal fam, if you've not um, made your plans to join us in Chicago for Nats National this summer, please do, do. it. Um, do it. Do I, it. I, I promise there will be an announcement out soon about all the great posters that will be happening. I know that because... You are kind of I in may, charge I of may that. have been organizing them. Um, uh, hmm. So th- that announcement will be out soon. But if you've not checked out the great premium workshops that are happening, um, the great breakout sessions, the great um, keynotes, or, or whatever we're calling them, plenary sessions or, or whatever. Um, and Chicago is just a great town as well. Um, and it will be a wonderful th- thinking of like, you know, moving forward coming back together it'll be a it'll be a great time so please you see some fireworks please 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 make your plans to join us in chicago this summer i know i've already got my flight done oh you decided to fly and i am flying yeah um nifty i had a travel voucher from back from the beginning of the pandemic dang um that i that i used to pay for it didn't cover the whole thing but it paid for enough it paid for part of it um i've been on the fence drive fly drive fly yeah it's not a terrible drive from here no i mean it's basically chicago if you don't know this vocal fam from where we live in mississippi it's basically due north of us um yeah because you literally just kind of trace the mississippi up up, i was saying like i'd probably just spend the night in memphis and then start from there um back in the days of riverboat travel one of the reasons that our area of the country was so important was literally oh, yeah. taking supplies and goods and up the river cattle and whatever from here to Chicago. <laughs> um, anyway, theoretically, I think you can take a train. Uh, you I'm could. not going to be doing that, but I'm not going to be doing that. Um, anyway, vocal fam, we hope you have a great week. Sarah, what'd you have for breakfast? Mm, is the little you had a lemon biscuit. you had a lemon cookie i did have a lemon cookie but that wasn't my breakfast a little breakfast biscuits i've been really into the cranberry orange ones recently would highly recommend um sometimes hard to find but i feel like everything is right now so all right vocal fam well this was fun we will be back with you uh in a week I thought next week was the week you Oh, were no, at. we won't. I'm sorry, Boom. Vocal Fam. I'm not going to lead you astray, guys. Golly. It'll be two next weeks. Next week I'll be at, at Mississippi Nats, so <laughs> it'll be two weeks. Uh, we will be back with you on Friday, <laughs> Friday, March 4th. Uh, we'll be back with you um, for something. Um, anyway, <laughs> Things will happen. Anyway, we love you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.